Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Belinda, and I'm an intuitive business mentor. We are going to be talking all things strategy, intuition, human design, and gene keys so that you can have a business that is quintessentially you, designed by you, for you, to achieve your very own version of success. Hi there, friends. Today, I want to talk about the power of leaning into what comes quite easily to you and the difference between leaning into what comes easily to you and actually staying in a place of comfort. I think there's a big difference between easy and comfortable. And as I always do, I'm going to share a bit of an example from myself here. So one of the things that comes fairly easily to me, it's not comfortable, but it's something that I'm able to do and something that when I do it, it feels quite empowering and important to me. Um, And now, of course, I know about human design. I can see that, yes, this really makes sense. And that for me is speaking up and challenging the status quo Um, and in human design, I have a 6-3 profile, which is there's a lot of challenging the status quo in there. So some examples of this, uh, you know, in the workplace, I am someone who has always been able to speak up and call out behavior that I think is sexist or exclusionary um, and to do so in a way that is not necessarily antagonistic, but in an educative way. So (laughs) many years ago, I worked with someone in a law firm who made um, jokes, he thought, about women's hair. And it really, it really used to peeve me. And I very, you know, I thought about quitting so many times because I was so tired of the number of sexist comments that I heard on a regular basis. But rather than do that, I actually went into his office and said, I thought about quitting my job, but then I realized I don't think you intend to be offensive when you say this thing. Um, So I'm going to tell it to you and you can decide, you know, if this makes it too uncomfortable for us to work together, I'll look for something else. And so I told him how this thing that he thought was a joke was sexist and offensive. And um, he, you know, he left with it. He didn't love it. But then he came back to me a couple days later and said to me, thank you for raising that with me. Um, No one has ever actually told me that they were offended by me making that comment. And on sitting with it, I can see that it, you know, It is offensive. And no, I wouldn't say it to a man, so I shouldn't be saying it to a woman. Now, putting aside the fact that maybe he shouldn't have needed to have been told this, I am someone who can do that, who can articulate that fairly well in a way that's not super confrontational, that doesn't personalize it. I have can be very objective about it. That's that line six in my profile. So I can be quite objective in doing it. And that's a gift to me that I think I need to share. It's not a comfortable gift 
for me to use. Never for a moment think that it is comfortable for me when I'm challenging the status quo. But it's easy in that I can see how things can be challenged and I can articulate how things can be challenged. Um, the same again, you know, it's a, this is something that has happened in many workplaces for me where I've addressed sexist comments head on with managers. Um, there was another manager that I had who would do the catfight type thing when he saw um, two women having a heated conversation or when a woman um, seemed to be frustrated about something. And I again spoke to him and said, please never make that noise in my present again. That is offensive to me. I don't believe that you would say it to a man and I don't appreciate it being said to me. If I have a point that I want to make strongly, that is something that I should be allowed to do without being mocked. And there was another lady in the room with us at the time who is quite a bit older than me. She's probably about 20 years older than me. And so she really, um, really her most of her career um, was women did not have an equal place in the workplace. And she came and said to me later, my God, thank you so much for saying that. She said, there's just no way I could ever have said that. So I really appreciate you having the courage to speak up and say it because that's something that has been bothering me for years and I haven't known how to do it. So again, that was a very uncomfortable thing for me to do, but it was easy in that I knew how to articulate it and it was easy in that I could just see that it it was something that needed to be said. Again, I don't think he meant to be a dick. He just was being a dick. Uh, and, you know, to be fair, he, in many ways, he was a great person to work for. But these things had just never occurred in his brain that he shouldn't be saying them for whatever reason. So, again, for me, that leaning into what I am good at is something that has helped me carve out a niche in the workplace. I'm known as someone in every job that I've had. Um I'm known as someone who will speak the truth, but speak the truth in an objective um, and in as many ways as I can, a kind way without making it personal or mean um, to the point where the bosses once came to me again back in the law firm days. They had someone who had requested a um, pay rise to, and they were not legal staff. They didn't have a law degree and they had requested a pay rise. Um, that meant that this person would be paid equal to myself. And I was a solicitor at the time. And, you know, the bosses actually came to me and said, would you think this is fair and my answer was, yes, I do think that would be fair because she's got about 30 years experience on me and she taught me 90% of what I know. So I think that, you know, I think it is a fair thing that that is reflected in what she gets paid. And they were just kind of mind blown. They were like, ah, oh, 
okay, yep, we've never thought of it that way. So, you know, I'd said to them, you know, you are saving so much time by having someone with that level of skill who can train your junior staff that that should be rewarded. Um, and they, they had, again, just not thought of that. So I have carved out that place of being able to be objective and address the things that need to be said to keep things real, but to keep them fair and kind. Now, what does this have to do with business. Firstly, I wanted to show you the differentiation between what comes easily and what is comfortable. None of those examples that I just shared with you were comfortable. They were all very, very scary. Um, But also, I knew that I could do it. And in many ways, for me, I believe that because I can do it, it's not just an obligation, but it's I mean, it is, in some ways I feel like it's an obligation, but in some ways I feel like it's a gift as well because so many people cannot, they really can't speak that for themselves and that's okay. You know, but when we have someone who is willing to do it, it does have those ripple effects. You know, I can think of so many people, um, unfortunately, so many men who I've had to address sexist comments with in the workplace who have said to me, no one's ever told me that that was sexist before. Thank you. Um, And so that has that ripple effect because they can then adjust what they're saying in the workplace. So to me, that is a gift that I hold and I take it with me. Um, It also made me someone that they, you know, I have had men in the workplace come and say to me, um, is this offensive? You know, I've been thinking about what you said to me the other day. Is this offensive? Should I be changing the way that I speak on this topic? So it brings, you know, I'm able to bring a new level of awareness to something. Hi there, just a brief interruption from me to remind you to stay until the end of this episode because if you are feeling drained by your business, I am trialing a new offer at a pretty crazy daisy price that will help you to identify one simple tweak that will bring more joy back into your business. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear more about that. Now, what that has to do with business is I think that when we are challenging, like when we're talking about the thing that comes easily to us, we become someone who can stand out without having to actively go, look at me, look at me, look at me. So that all of those examples that I shared in the workplace, not once did I go about the workplace saying, I'm someone that you should come and talk to if you're not sure whether your comment is sexist. I'm someone you should come and talk to if you feel that someone is making sexist comments to you. But because it is something that I am able to speak on and because I do speak on it, it's something that I became known for. And I hope that differentiation makes sense to you. Um, So think about for yourself, what is something that comes so easily to you that you almost can't not do it and that people recognize in you, even without you asking to be recognized 
for it. Um, to pick um, another example, I have a client who just has this, for one of a better phrase, aura, this um, feeling about her that is so accepting. You know, and she just, being in her presence is just like a big, warm hug. Um, and when we talked about that once, she said, yeah, she gets that a lot. Like she just, you know, she just is like a big, warm hug. She's just one of the most accepting people you could ever meet. And, you know, so when you talk to her, it's like laying down the weight of expectation and the need to be anything other than who you are. So for her, bringing that into her business and allowing herself to talk in that way helps her to stand out and to attract clients who feel good in that presence um, without her having to actually try it. Um, another client who I have is um, incredibly practical and also very accepting. She has this real understanding of the fact that um, she's a professional organizer and she has this real understanding of there's no one way to do things. And so for her, you know, that just comes through so easily for her is that she can see a way, a better way to do things, but also with an incredible amount of love and acceptance. And that is something that comes through in her work. And people will always, you know, people ask her for that. How could I organize this? And she is, she actually fell into um, professional organizing because her friends kept asking her to help her with these things. And then they started saying, well, can I pay you for this? And, and so that was actually how she got into it. But again, you can see, and that wasn't always comfortable for her, you know, like sitting in um, someone else's discomfort. And there's when you're organizing and decluttering, it's not always comfortable for people. So for her sitting and being in someone else's discomfort and clutter isn't always comfortable for her but the you know there's a simplicity in her mind in how to deal with these things she can see the pathway forward and that for her has been a great revenue generator because she you know her whole thing is that it's simple it's not you know it's it's not one thing that's right for everyone she's very clear about that um and so, you know, she's been able to differentiate herself because she's not Marie Kondo. She's not saying everyone must do this special folding mechanism because she realizes that for it, that's not going to work for everyone doing some special folding mechanism. I've never, okay, I admit it, I've never watched Marie Kondo because I would feel like crap about myself because I am super disorganized. Um, and I don't want to, you know hold things with love do they spark joy so but again like that's part of her gift is to know my I mean Marie Kondo's gift is that she's very good at folding or whatever she does um and this lady's gift that is something that it comes so easily for her is to adjust organizing styles to different brain types right because our brains all work quite differently 
I mentioned in last week's podcast that it's been quite fun for me to um, really play with um, talking about different things in my business and challenging some of the things that I see in business. And I think that's why there has been more joy and probably more impact in what I've been creating lately is because I'm giving myself permission to lean into what comes easily to me. And so what comes easily to me is not having all the answers, being very real. Like I'm someone who's okay with not having the answers. And so by leaning into that and saying, okay, this is what I see is not true. I don't have all the answers, but it's okay because we don't have to be X, Y, and Z. Um, That helps me to feel joy in my business and it helps me to have more impact as well. So what I would ask you to do this week is to ask yourself, are you leaning into the things that come easily? to you and are you kind of leaning out from the things that are hard and ask yourself you know those things don't get confused between easy and comfortable Um, because I think it's really important the things that come easily to you but are also a bit uncomfortable um, that can be a really powerful combination right because not everyone can stay with the discomfort. So if you can lean into what's easy, but also sit with the discomfort, that's that can be quite a powerful combination. So that's it for this week. Um, if this has sparked something for you and you want to get more clarity on how you could use this in your business, how you can make some changes in your business, don't forget that I at the time of recording this, have an offer where you can do the five days of Voxer with me to have more joy and energy in your business. Um, and so with that, we do you do a business satisfaction audit. I'll give you everything you need to do that. Um, and then I will look at your human design chart. We'll go back and forth in Voxer. I will ask you questions. Asking questions is also one of my very powerful gifts. Again, I spent a lot of time asking questions of clients when I was trying to draft their transactions for them. Um, So, you know, that is a gift that I have. And I will ask you questions to bring to light what is the thing, the simple thing that you can change in your business that will start to bring more joy and energy back into your business again. So if that is something that interests you, I'm doing it for $200 Australian for five women to kind of test it out and see how it works for me, see how it works for my clients. Um, And you can claim one of those by emailing belinda at betterthanbusy.com or by sending me a DM on Instagram, Belinda Gill underscore in business. So that's it for this episode. Thank you very much. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Business of You podcast. Come and chat with me on Instagram at Better Than Busy and ask me your questions. Tell me what you loved about this episode. And if you want to help assist out and share this on Instagram, tell the world what you loved about this episode, tag me. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player and leave a review. 